Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ronkel and the Mayor. If you're listening, we're live from Medford today, which means you're also in the room with me, which could be a little creepy since only one other person is here that I can see. So far, the walks this fall have been pretty good. I haven't worn rain pants or anything like that yet, which has uh, sort of screwed me over a few times, but, uh, you know, well, I'll dig that stuff back out eventually. Um, pretty much just been sticking to the bike path because um, I've been walking when it's darker and uh, no one's looking out for uh, pedestrians anyway, so I've been trying to avoid the street and the traffic. Uh, it's also been getting pretty cold, so I've been going later in the day. I used to do all my walks early in the morning, and uh, now I've, uh, I actually sleep in a little bit now, so I've been uh, switching over a little bit later in the day. Um, don't have as many pressing issues, unfortunately. Uh, my cats are all gone now, so it's <laughs> sort of, sort of uh, freed up some time. Um, anyway, uh, in Selwood, uh, the leaves are all turning uh, red and green and blue and purple and falling off the trees. My wildflowers are still sticking around and actually growing. Um, I, I thought they would be dead by now, but the, all the little birds and critters are uh, kind of living in this uh, patch out front. I counted 25 birds the other day, and uh, they all these little finches, and uh, they were all take, jumping in the bird bath and flying back into the wildflowers. Um, so I decided not to cut them all down yet since they look like they're... Uh, still being used by the local wildlife. Um, so eventually I'll have to take it all down and compost it and uh, cut down the old tomato plants and uh, condition the soil for next year. Um, other than that, Selwood has been pretty quiet. Uh, there's going to be a Halloween celebration at the community center, uh, which the locals saved. Uh, the city doesn't pay for it anymore, so there was... Um, uh, a campaign to raise money to support the staff that they need and uh, to keep the the power on the lights on so uh, they're doing a big thing on Halloween uh, you can also donate uh, money they do uh, drop-in child care there uh, they have basketball um, inside games also uh, adult uh, community classes they have some computer classes and other things uh, aerobics things like that so um, Probably check that out on Halloween if I'm around and uh, see see which one of the neighbors shows up. So, yeah, so that's it. Pretty much it for Selwood. Um, I did have a couple of things uh, in I guess personal to me. The I uh, spent a lot of time checking out the news and finding conspiracy people on Twitter, and I found a new uh, thing called Bot Sentinel. And uh, they they spot bots and spammers and get them deactivated or suspended. Um, I I just decided to follow them to get updates on uh, they'll they'll rate different social media accounts for how legit they are or uh, how fake they are, um, and they give you a percentile and then they uh, offer them up to be blocked or uh, I guess decommissioned. They just shut these people down somehow. So. Uh, that's my favorite new Twitter account, Bot Sentinel, um, and it's kind of funny too. Reading, of course, most of the names you read are obviously fake accounts, but uh, just so many every day, just hundreds and hundreds by, uh, by the hour that they are clamping down on. So uh, it's pretty interesting to check out, and uh, if you subscribe to it, you can kind of get updates and uh, just pr- uh, preemptively block all of these uh, wackos out there. So. So yeah, I recommend Bot Sentinel for anybody that's on social media. Um, 
The other thing, uh, I'm a big Dodger fan, and the Dodgers are done. Uh, last week, they got shelled by the Nationals, and uh, major changes are coming to the pitching staff, I would say. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is no longer the uh, the man, the myth. Uh, he's probably more like a number three starter at this point. And uh, yeah, a little bit of retooling there. But since this isn't a baseball show, we're not going to get into that. Um, other things locally happening, the uh, Timbers are in the playoffs, uh, my soccer team. They play Real Salt Lake at Rio Tinto Stadium in uh, Utah on Saturday. So that'll be pretty good. I'll be checking that out. And I, If you're into soccer, I, I recommend that. That'll be a great game, great match. Uh, also, the Blazers are in camp. NBA basketball starts um, next week. So we're getting pretty close. Uh, I am actually not a Blazer fan. I'm a Laker fan, but uh, I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. So uh, I'm pretty excited about him. Uh, he's, uh, in my opinion, the best point guard in the NBA, and he's also a great guy. So um, so he's easy to root for um, or against if you're a Laker fan. All right, time for the big transition over to IndyCar News. And uh, this is sort of the reason I was delaying the show uh, I was waiting for some off-season news. This is what we call silly season in racing. And uh, they, there were a lot of updates, uh, of course, uh, so let's just get right into it. Uh, we're waiting, we, uh, all of us fans, are waiting for driver and team announcements. Uh, there's going to be some reshuffling, of course, uh, you know, with Colton Herta uh, officially becoming an Andretti driver and uh, uh, some other slots opening up, so let's just get to it. Uh, uh, there's supposed to be some partner news being announced for the, uh, IndyCar as a league. And uh, so we're supposed to be looking for some sort of major announcement. Uh, and I'll get to that. The, the, uh, also, the aero screen test was a success. Uh, they've done it in the rain. Uh, they've, drive, they've driven it at Barber, Richmond, uh, and IMS. And so far, the aero screen has been great. Um, the... the the teams are all building it and integrating the... It's built by Red Bull Technologies, and some of the designs I've seen have looked pretty cool as they've integrated it in, into the chassis, and it's an add-on right now. With the next car in 2022, it will just be a, a standard piece of equipment. So um, this adds 50 pounds to the car, but the drivers... Uh, excuse me. The drivers said that they could hear the radio better, and when they tested it in the rain... They said the rain flying off the wind, the aero screen was much better than pelting them in the head and flying off. So you, um, usually, if you're driving in the rain in IndyCar or Formula One, if you're if you're uh, out of the top five, you're just looking at white spray in front of you most of the time, and uh, you basically are driving blind and relying upon your instincts and memorization of the course to make it through. This, for IndyCar, um, they do drive in the rain, and this will allow a little bit more of that uh, on, you know, you switch to wet tires, but this will make it a little bit safer for the drivers in these wet conditions and allow, I think, a little more passing in some of the rain races because you'll be, some of the guys, the back, uh, the middle of the pack guys will be able to see a little bit better. So, um... Yeah, so the test uh, in Barber was in the rain. Uh, I, I saw some videos of it. It was pretty cool. Uh, the aero screen does not fog up. There aren't windshield wipers, and there won't be. Um, so, yeah, uh, the open it, it is open on the top, um, but it's no longer an open-air cockpit. So, um, 
still we still need to see what the 50 pounds does to performance and close full field racing um, the aerodynamics look pretty good but this this uh, 50 pounds changes the center of gravity of course and then it throws out all your data so it's back to square one which actually helps uh, ever the smaller teams because uh, you know everybody's going with the same no data uh, other than the official tests being done. And that's other another point of controversy. Some of the small teams have not been involved in the testing to this point, and uh, they feel like that creates a competitive disadvantage. IndyCar claims that they're uh, giving people, everyone, the same numbers they get from the tests. But let's face it, if your team and driver is the one like Joseph Newgarden getting to drive the uh, aero screen around at two different places... It definitely gives him a leg up. He's been in the car with the aero screen twice now, while dozens of other drivers haven't even sat in the thing. So I've started seeing um, some of the smaller teams. Ray Hall Letterman uh, posted pictures of their aero screen, which they've attached to their car. So looks like it's coming along. Um, it's just hard because you're limited on testing. Uh, you can't just take your Indy car out and go test at a track. Um, they have limited amounts of testing, and if you want to get extra testing, you got to test uh, um, Indy Lights drivers or an outside-the-league driver as like an audition. You can kind of, uh, sometimes you can get a tire test from Firestone, and uh, of course that's an official test. They'll have two or three teams out there and several drivers trying out new compounds of tires because the tires change uh, at each track. Uh, there's specific tire designs for all 17 races. Uh, some of them overlap, like Portland and Mid-Ohio use similar tire compounds. Um, and in year one of Portland, they used the exact same tire as Mid-Ohio. So uh, those tracks um, are fairly similar in their, uh, in, the, in their design, I guess. I mean, Mid-Ohio is much longer, but the uh, nice, smooth, paved roads uh, basically, I guess, get the same compound from Firestone. So... Anyway, in other news, uh, CGR, Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, is interested in Oliver Askew. He won the Indy Lights title. He's the champ. Uh, he tested in Portland. Uh, Askew is also a candidate for the McLaren Aero full-time ride. Uh, Pato Award, who just lost his uh, Super, League, Super Formula ride in Japan, is also on the McLaren radar uh, as he's not going to be moving up with Red Bull. Uh, he does not have any super license points because when he raced in Indy Lights, they did not have enough people competing in the field for him to earn any super license points. So he can't even test a Formula One car. Um, I really like Award, so I hope he comes back. Uh, pretty fast guy. Uh, he's, a, he's from Mexico, or his family's Mexican. He's from Texas. So he's, uh, he brings a lot of fans south of the border, and uh, uh, he seems like a pretty cool young kid. So I hope that he comes back, um, and if with any team, really. Um, so CGR also added a third car uh, for the first time in four seasons. So Marcus Erickson will come over from Arrow and uh, will drive with his fellow Swede. Uh, so it's good to get, uh, they'll have three full-time entries. They're waiting on sponsors, of course, but there seems to be, Marcus Erickson seems to bring some pretty good sponsorship, and he'll be paired up with Rookie of the Year Felix Rosenquist and Scott Dixon, so that's a pretty good trio. Um, MSR, Meyer Shank Racing, with Jack Harvey and big sponsors Sirius and AutoNation and Honda. They need a technical alliance with one of the Honda teams looking to make the jump from 10 to 17 races. Initially, they did six a few years ago. Um, so 
be nice. They could be the one that signs with Ganassi because they, and that would be a fourth car. Um, really not sure where they're going. I guess they could also sign with Dale Coyne, um, but we'll have to see on that. It's it's going to be pretty tough, and Honda needs uh, drivers, uh, better drivers. And Jack Harvey's a pretty good young driver, so if I were them, I'd make sure he sticks around in the Honda camp. Um, also, kind of affecting uh, IndyCar, the Ford GT program came to an end at the Petit Le Mans Uh Ford is considering selling them as customer cars to privateer teams, but they will no longer have an official uh, Ford team with CGR. So uh, part of the reason CGR's IndyCar team is expanding is they decided not to fire any of their personnel, and they're simply transitioning them over to to their third IndyCar entry and potential fourth IndyCar entry. So uh, good for them for keeping people employed. A lot of these guys... um, get laid off at the end of the season on uh, some of these smaller teams and some of these teams where, um, you know, they, they transition a team, you could be out of work suddenly. So this was good uh, for the league and for the these guys that uh, work these teams, uh, these support staff basically keep everything running. Uh, in other news, uh, the, my guy, the, the guy that finished second in Indy Lights, Renus VK, uh, he tested again for Ed Carpenter Racing, this time at Mid-Ohio. Uh, he had impressed with his test at Portland. Um, he brings money from Jumbo, a big uh, grocery store chain in Holland, and he wants a full-time ride. He's not going to accept a partial ride. And if he does, it would be all the road and street courses. But um, I, I don't think that he's going to settle for that, which is fine. Um, so he wants a full-time ride. Ed Carpenter has Spencer Piggott full-time, and Ed does the ovals and has the road course driver drive the non-ovals. Now, Ed Jones was the road and street course guy there this year, so I don't know if that means he's going to be out if they sign Renus. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I met um, I met Renus uh, in Portland and uh, watched him do a couple of his interviews. He's a pretty smart young kid. He brings it all together. He's got money. He's very fast. Uh, he's not camera shy and uh, he's a good looking dude. So he pretty much checks all the boxes uh, and he would be a good get for any team with a couple of veterans to bounce things off of. Uh, Jumbo is a big backer. So um, I think he pretty much covers the bills. Uh, I don't know how many, how many dollars he's bringing, but I'm guessing it's 2 million plus. Uh, so we'll see. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, a partnership for IndyCar, and I'm hoping these weren't it. Um, these are both good, but SCC, uh, Schaefer Condon Carter has been signed by IMS to help the Holman family with marketing, uh, its properties. Mark Miles, the head of IndyCar is excited about signing SCC saying this will help greatly with brands and gaining a better national profile. Um, like I said, hopefully this is not the big announcement coming between now and the end of the year. Um, I was hoping for a name brand or technical partnership. Um, there have been rumors AT&T was beefing up their presence in IndyCar, which means they must, um, they're doing either something at the tracks or providing some sort of component. Um, so we'll see about that. Also, the, the partnership could be who gets picked to be the one to develop the hybrid system for 2022 as they begin testing on that this winter. Um, another partnership that happened is they were calling the race in, in Coda the IndyCar Classic, even though it was year one. <laughs> so Auto Nation stepped up, and they are going to be the title sponsor for the Coda race. So it'll be called the Auto Nation IndyCar Challenge. 
And uh, that's great because now there are only two races without a title sponsor, Portland and Iowa. And Portland, it's, I'm really surprised uh, since it's been a success that they have not, they have not gotten that. Anyhow, um, AutoNation has pretty much stepped up their sponsorship in IndyCar big time. They, are, they sponsor, of course, Jack Harvey. They're on his car. Um, they're a sponsor of Andretti. So they're, um, they're on Alexander Rossi's car and uh, are a big part of that team as well. And now they're going to be the title sponsor for the race in Texas, which is great. Uh, basically, that pays the bills, and uh, the track can profit, and the league can profit now. Um, so that that's going to be good. Um, in other racing, uh, let's see, some things came to an end. The IMSA season came to an end. Uh, Petit Le Mans was at Road Atlanta, and I think I kept saying it was at Virginia uh, for some reason. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Um, in my opinion, IMSA needs to pair with IndyCar weekends more often. Uh, they're both NBC properties, and they have a lot of crossover teams and drivers. And IMSA, no one goes to the races. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say no one, but sports car racing is poorly attended because it's mostly manufacturer done, in my opinion. Um, I think it's pretty cool, but it's definitely better on television than in person. Um, another thing, the SRO Blanc Pain GT World Challenge America, uh, that's a mouthful, comes to an end this weekend in Las Vegas. Looks like they'll be using... One of the one of the parts of the oval there, and then a chicaning, a couple chicanes in the infield to create a road course. Um, pretty sure that will be available on their their social media or CBS Sports Network. I think is the one who has the contract with them. So I'll probably check that out um, mainly because I like the Bentleys and they're the GT. They're going for a GT three title. Um, everybody likes the Bentleys, just giant cars, the massive engine, um, their, their hashtag is bring the thunder, which is, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so that's, that's it for the, the racing IndyCar is, uh, there's, I guess more news trickling out. There are people, uh, the 10 companies that have offered to, uh, build the hybrid components are now sending their, their prototypes or their draw ups. Uh, and uh, I guess some of the numbers they think they can pull. I, I also, uh, to IndyCar, I also saw IndyCar running uh, with, uh, I guess they added the weight of what would be the hybrid system, and when they were uh, doing the Richmond Oval, uh, and they had the arrow screen on. So these will both, the, again, these are both add-on parts for this particular chassis, um, and when we get the new one in 2022, they will be, you know, built-in components. Uh, they won't be add-ons. So uh, it, the first iteration of the aero screen looked a little bit clunky to me, um, especially from the front. But uh, then I noticed that uh, Penske and uh, Ray Hall, that their aero screens were, were there's a better integration into the body of the car. And then I noticed Chip Ganassi redesigned theirs. One thing that a lot of people noticed was that the aero screen allows for more real estate on the car. And so they, they were, the sponsors were able to kind of splash their name a little, on a little bit more, uh, oh, well, more real estate. So you can have a little bit uh, either more sponsorship or bigger uh, sort of uh, side panel uh, art, you know, and a lot of these cars have kind of figured out just to splash it all over. So, so far, I think it's looked pretty cool. And as long as the drivers like it, 
I like it. I know a lot of fans were freaking out about the aero screen. It's no longer a true open wheel car, but um, to me, uh, I really just love IndyCar, and as long as the guys driving the cars are okay with it, I'm okay with it. And actually, Marco Andretti had a pretty good quote. He said, you know, if you're the one risking your life at 235 miles an hour, uh, then you'll take all the protection you can get. And so, yeah, we have the technology, and IndyCar has always been at the forefront of safety in racing uh, with a safer barrier, Hans device. Um, so... Uh, to name a few, tether, tethering parts, and here we are uh, with the aero screen, which is uh, much better than the halo that Formula One and Formula E are using. Um, and I I'm bet your bottom dollar that F1 and Formula E are going to transition into an aero screen. Um, it just looks way better. looks a little bit like a fighter jet. So, yeah. So that's where we are with IndyCar, and uh, I will, of course, keep you posted on anything else that comes up uh, for our next show. Silly season, it, it, there are some big lulls, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, we are uh, just around the corner from racing starting again in March, and uh, most of the tracks now are starting to offer their uh, re-ups for your tickets, um, so I expect to get some news from the Portland race uh, anytime, anytime now to re-up for uh, next summer. And I've noticed that Long Beach and Mid-Ohio and uh, several of the other tracks have already uh, started posting their, uh, uh, their buybacks for people who, uh, who uh, had tickets the previous year. So you can get in. Most of them offer you a deal if you re-up um, or if you buy back in. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, that's going to do it for today. Um, thanks for dipping into the slipstream with me. Be safe, everybody. Uh, my mom is around here somewhere. She was the other person in the room, so maybe she's uh, listening in. And remember, hands break to hone raw energy.